It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Just because the New Orleans Saints didn't end up making a move at the NFL trade line doesn't mean they didn't try. We got all that and a little bit of lanyard for you on today's episode of Locked On Saints. You are Locked On Saints, your daily New Orleans Saints podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is good, Houdat Nation and Houdat family? Welcome in to another episode of Locked on Saints, your daily podcast covering your favorite team, the New Orleans Saints, part of Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you, as always, for making Locked on Saints your first listen of the day every day. And a big shout out to all you everydayers out there. Don't forget, you can always subscribe and follow for free on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts so you never miss the latest episodes. And if you want to keep the conversation going, you take part in our exclusive film studies, Q&As, breaking news, and much more. You can become a Locked on Saints insider today by heading over to joinsubtext.com slash Locked on Saints today or following the description to join a community I would love for you to be a part of. As always, I am your host, Ross Jackson, at Ross Jackson. Nola, on your favorite social media, your New Orleans Saints expert, credential member of the media, Saints News Network, Tuesdays on the Locked on NFL podcast, and here with you every single Monday through Friday and then some on Locked on Saints. Today's episode of Locked on Saints is brought to you by our friends at Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, use the promo code Locked on NFL to get 20% off your first purchase. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. On today's episode of Locked on Saints, we are live here on the Locked on Saints YouTube page. Appreciate everybody being here, whether you're catching the show live or you're catching it later. Means the world. We're going to take a look at Michael Thomas not being present during the open media portion of Practice Limited, but why you should not be concerned. We're going to take a look at Chris Olave as well, kind of opening up about his recent struggles and situations. And to kick everything off, I want to start off with the New Orleans Saints, who might not have made a trade at the trade deadline, but it doesn't mean that they weren't invested on looking at options to potentially increase the potential of their team. The New Orleans Saints and the Las Vegas Raiders reported by NFL Network's Ian Rappaport were engaged in conversation around potentially trading for wide receiver Hunter Renfro, but the trade never came together. We're going to discuss why. We're going to discuss why the New Orleans Saints were even interested there in the first place, and we're going to discuss how Hunter Renfro might end up being a member of the New Orleans Saints eventually, no matter what. So let's start off with why the deal didn't happen. The deal very likely didn't happen because Hunter Renfro's contract is nuts. It's wild, right? There's another $13 million due to him next year and the next year of his contract. And there's all of these sort of like ornamental things like guarantees and all that stuff because the Raiders didn't move off of him before a certain date, all of that. That probably ended up kind of extinguishing the trade talks in the first place. The Saints probably looking to move like a future pick, or if they were looking to move a pick this year, probably a day three pick, round five at the earliest is the furthest that I would go for that, especially with Donovan Peoples-Jones having been moved for, was that like a six round pick next year? 
or whatever to get him over to Detroit back home to the Detroit, Michigan, which is a pretty cool story. Uh, but for everything that you would have had to do with restructuring the deal or trying to get the Raiders to foot the bill, if you try to get the team that's trading the player away to foot the bill, they're trying to get more out of the deal, all that other stuff. So very likely the what it is that the Raiders wanted for the concessions that the Saints would have needed in order to make the trade work or make sense that probably was a big time disconnect from what the Saints were actually willing to move off of, which makes a lot of sense, right? So I think that that's the thing. And we can't forget that the Saints don't have a third or a fourth round pick at this time that's actually tradable. And so because of that, it doesn't give you a lot of wiggle room to be able to move things around. It's like, okay, well, you don't want a fifth. All right, well, we'll give you this fourth, but you got to take on a little bit of the cash, blah, 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 blah. Like you're just not going to really be able to get there. So it was clear. It's pretty clear why this trade didn't go down. The other thing to consider is why the New Orleans Saints wanted to do this trade in the first place. You've got Michael Thomas, you've got Chris Olave, you've got Rashid Shahid, you've got a budding young uh, wide receiver in A.T. Perry, you've got guys that have been more than serviceable to you in Keith Kirkwood and Lynn Bowden. So what's the point of going out there and getting a Hunter Renfro? Well, the one thing that you don't have at that position is a wide receiver that already has chemistry with Derek Carr. We've seen a lot of chemistry, communication stuff. Maybe there's something to bringing in a guy that can help translate to your current receivers how he has played before with that quarterback and vice versa, like whatever that might be. Maybe there's some value there. There's certainly some value in numbers and having additional receivers in case you end up with any kind of injury or unavailability, knock on wood, uh, when it comes to the position and everything. So I, I get it from that perspective. But the other piece of it too is that if you get a Hunter Renfro, where does he get his snaps? I mean, he's a good blocker, so maybe you pull back on Lynn Bowden, maybe you pull back on, you know, the, the whoever the other receiver is. It's been Keith Kirkwood throughout most of the season. Last week it was A.T. Perry. Maybe you're pulling back on those guys, but the more you pull back on them, the less you see them develop and things like that. So, uh, and Keith Kirkwood already knows your system. He's a fantastic leader, a great personality. Hunter Renfro is all of those things too, but he doesn't know the system. So I, I could see a little bit of the push and pull about why it would have been good, why it wouldn't have necessarily worked out with Hunter Renfro. Before the season, you're kind of like, yeah, go and get Hunter Renfro because you want to have that insurance because you don't know what you're going to have in the slot and all that. But we've seen how the Saints have managed the slot, and it's exactly as we expected. First of all, we all expected that Hunter Renfro would be a target of the New Orleans Saints eventually at some point. That's now basically confirmed. The other thing is that the way that we expected that they were going to handle the slot position is exactly how they handled the slot position. Everybody gets some work in the slot, and that's the way that the Saints have gone about it, and that works out. So while Hunter Renfro could have been that slot specialist for you, you're not hurting without him because you have so many different receivers that are able to play that spot anyway. So I think that that all works out in terms of what it is that the New Orleans Saints would have gotten and wanted from that position anyway. The final thing is, will will how will Hunter Renfro end up looking over the course of the offseason. I think there's a chance that Hunter Renfro ends up a saint one way or another, or at least that those conversations continue. Because if the 
Las Vegas Raiders were at least willing to talk trade, there's a very big likelihood that they ain't willing to pay that 13, nearly $14 million next year in 2024. So with that being the case, they could potentially move off of him this offseason. He becomes a free agent. And then Derek Carr gets on his recruiting, uh, gets on his recruiting bag. And then you could see Hunter Renfro end up in New Orleans, where maybe you see some change at the wide receiver position one way or another. So there's certainly ways that you could see it all work out. It's just not going to work out at this time. And that's okay. If nothing else, we can appreciate the fact that this Saints team that just came off of its best game in probably a season and a half in terms of being an all-around team victory, um, that they're still looking at ways to improve and that they're still willing to go out there and try to do that. So I think that that is something that speaks uh, to their credit. Coming up next, we're going to take a look at two wide receivers, Michael Thomas, Chris Olave, as well as the injury report, Michael Thomas Limited in practice on Wednesday, why you shouldn't be concerned about that. And then Chris Olave opening up a bit about his struggles and sort of the way that things have gone here recently. We got that coming up for you as we continue on with today's live episode of Locked on Saints, part of Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Today's episode of Locked on Saints is brought to you by our friends at eBay Motors. Our partners over at eBay Motors have teamed up with Locked on Fantasy Football host Vinny Iyer to bring you the best fantasy football advice each and every week, all season Long. So whether you're prepping for your daily draft or maybe you're looking at your free agency pool to see who you can add to your team, we're going to be giving you the players that are going to be a perfect fit for your roster. So let's see who Vinny has picked out as this week's eBay's guaranteed fit fantasy picks of the week. Let's take a look at a guy that almost became a New Orleans Saint before the season began. Browns running back Kareem Hunt. He's come back to his team and they have been leaning on him once again while Nick Chubb is injured for long-term good stuff that they've been getting for Kareem Hunt so far. The Browns will need to uh, win with their running game and defense now that the quarterback issues have kind of popped up the way that they have, and he draws a fantastic matchup in Week 9. The Browns are going to be going up against the hapless Arizona Cardinals run defense, this whittling defense that should be either a big-time positive game for him or at least even just from the game script perspective, something that makes sure that Kareem Hunt will stick out and continue to run. Hunt is and has a good chance to put together another big game uh, leading that Cleveland committee. Vinny Iyer of Locked on Fantasy Football is going to help you win your fantasy football championship. And eBay Motors knows that uh, championship team is all about each player being the perfect fit. And the same goes for your vehicle. With over 122 million parts and accessories for your number one ride or die, you can make sure that your ride is running smoothly. Uh, brake kits, LED headlights, bumpers, uh, 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 roof racks, whatever it is that you're looking for and whatever it is that your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. With eBay's guaranteed fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time or your money back. And at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com today. That's ebaymotors.com. eBay guarantee fit available only to U.S. customers. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. All right, family, taking a look at the New Orleans Saints injury report on this Wednesday. The New Orleans Saints have several players listed on their injury report, but not the least of which being Michael Thomas. But before we get to Michael Thomas, uh, what I want to look at here is Chris Olave. He, just, just a quick thing on him. Um, he, he spoke in the locker room today uh, to media that was present uh, for practices. And one of the things that he talked about was he was really, really, really sort of transparent about 
everything he's been going through recently. He's been drawing a lot of scrutiny, a lot of criticism, all of those things. And one of the things that he mentioned is that, look, it's, it's just life. Like life sometimes has its ups and its downs. There's a plan. He's willing to trust that. And that he feels like one big game is the exact thing that will get him back on track. So what you're seeing is a guy that's dedicated. What you're seeing is a guy that understands and that understands like what it is that where maybe he's coming up a little bit short here over the course of the past few weeks and that he sees and hears and understands the criticism. But for him, it's not just about the criticism. It's about the response. And so what he's looking for is the response. So I uh, am excited to see Chris Olave this weekend up against the Chicago Bears defense that Yes, retain Jalen Johnson, but has some injuries on the back end when it comes to their coverage. And so this could be a really, really good game for him. We just watched uh, Rashid Shaheed go off like crazy against the Indianapolis Colts. Um, the uh, Chicago Bears are the number 30 ranked defense against the pass in terms of yardage, all that. So there's a lot of opportunity here for Chris Olave, Rashid Shahid, and for Michael Thomas and Derek Carr and these tight ends and pass catching wide receivers to have a big game here. And the New Orleans Saints can balance that with their with their run game, which we saw them find a really nice stride with last week. The utilization of all three of those running backs, the utilization of Taysom Hill, it all made sense. So for the New Orleans Saints, I do think that they can find those pieces uh, and find success against that Chicago Bears defense. So if Chris Olave is looking for that nice kind of boost going into this game or coming out of this game, this game provides him a real opportunity to get exactly that boost. All right. So um, I want to take a look at the injury report here. We're not going to go through like every single name of the injury report. I really want to just kind of focus on the biggest names here. And really the biggest name that I want to mention is, of course, Michael Thomas, right? Michael Thomas, we did not see him when we were at the practice facility during the open portion of practice or the practice portion, the portion of practice. Here we go. The portion of practice, it's open to media. Um, and we asked, I asked Dennis Allen about it on a, the conference call later on. And basically what he said was, look, he was really limited. Uh, we didn't see him out there, but he wasn't out of practice. He didn't miss practice. He was just limited for the day uh, in that he's got some effectively like some effects that are lasting from the illness that was going around, going along um, last week. And that sort of GI bug, as Dennis Allen remarked after the game, uh, Alvin Kamara had much more colorful language uh, in terms of how he described what was going on with that illness. But uh, I think that that's what you're seeing. Remember, Michael Thomas was a late addition for that. He didn't go on the injury report uh, with that illness until Saturday, the day before the game. So yeah, he's still dealing with it. Lynn Bowden missed practice. He was listed with illness. So like it's still kind of making its rounds and stuff like that. So um, Dennis Allen was pretty clear that Michael Thomas will be back uh, with the team or that they're going to continue to uh, you know get him up to full participation was really the thing. So I would not be worried at all when it comes to Michael Thomas's availability this weekend and things should be totally fine there. And again, this is a really, really good defense to go up against. So the Michael Thomas, Chris Olave, Rashid Jaheed, any of these guys, the Chicago Bears defense should give you some opportunities to be able to really produce. And Michael Thomas has been awesome. He's been the model of consistency for the New Orleans Saints so far. He has had at least four catches and 40 yards in every single game this season, with the exception of a three catch for 42 yard game that he had going Going up against a Jaguar. So he still checked the 40 yard box, just didn't check the four catches box. So um, I think that the next important pieces that you're looking at when it comes to the uh, injury report 
or Andrus Pete. He went on uh, with an ankle. Um, will Andrus Pete continue to play left tackle? Is he going to bounce back inside? James Hurst was back at practice today. That's good news. He was limited with his ankle injury. He had missed practice all last week, didn't play in the game, all of that stuff. Uh, and then you had your usual Jimmy Graham and um, and and Ryan Ramchick rest. And then uh, Taysom Hill was on, still with that hip injury. He's been on the injury report for the past couple of weeks. He was in a red non-contact jersey for the majority of last week and still played. So I'm not super worried about that. So this should be a pretty healthy team going into Monday's game. Um, you could potentially see James Hurst back. You could also, you should also expect to see Marcus Maybach. He was back at full participation. Although I thought that save not wanting to commit or be called for that pass interference penalty in the back of the end zone. I thought Jordan Howden played a, a fantastic game last week in Indianapolis. So the Saints are really, really good at wide receiver. They're really, really good at safety, really, really good at corner. Like it, it, this New Orleans Saints team has so much talent. And and it's it's a funny thing to consider that they wanted to add even more talent to one of those rooms uh, this offseason or this trade deadline. But the one move that they didn't try to make was for the offensive lineman, right? Or, or so we believe. And so with that, uh, the thing that I would consider there is that with them not making that move for the offensive line, the thing that's to, to remember is that they're getting pieces back. And so getting James Hurst back uh, is a big deal. They got Landon Young back last week, all that. So I think the Saints should be relatively healthy and maybe very healthy going into this game against the Chicago Bears. Cannot say the same for the Chicago Bears, who are already missing pieces. Justin Fields, uh, Khalil Herbert, all of that. Jaquan Briskers in concussion protocol. They've got a couple of DMPs on their injury report as well. So there's a couple of different things that you should be looking for when it comes to that. So we'll continue to keep you up to date on it all throughout the week, but we should have a pretty healthy New Orleans Saints team going into this game, hosting the Chicago Bears. All right, y'all, I appreciate you very much as always for being here, whether you're here live or you're here later. Big hoot out to you. I see you. I can't think. I appreciate you. Uh, and I appreciate everybody for being here. Bruno, cool man. Uh, Jay, Jerry, I see you. I saw Pammy. There's Pammy. Painful truths. I appreciate everybody for being here, whether you're catching it live or you're catching it later. And I thank you very much for making Locked to Saints your first listen of the day, every day. Coming up tomorrow morning, Thursday morning, we've got Lauren Cox of Locked on Bears here to break down the matchup between the New Orleans Saints and the Chicago Bears. What do these teams have to do if they want to win what are the key matchups and of course the biggest story for each team and our predictions i appreciate you as always make it locked on saints a part of your day a part of your routine for saying yes to me and the show as always if you see me please say hi and if you need anything else around your new orleans saints in between these episodes make sure you follow me on your favorite social media at ross jackson n-o-l-a hit me up let me know how the family's doing let me know how you're living let me know how your mom and them and trust you that nation i'll holla at you is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. 
If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.